All right, and just like that. So um, what would you like me to call you? Zigzag. Zigzag. I love it. Okay, <laughs> I am here with my friend Zigzag, and uh, really amazingly interesting human being, uh, and he agreed to do this as long as he doesn't use his real name and um, isn't on camera, so you get to look at me. So Zigzag, can you tell me about your living situation right now in life? Well, it stinks. It stinks. <laughs> it's, uh, right now, I guess, I guess you could say it's crossed between ha hanging out at a, friend, a friend's place and communing with nature. Communing with nature. Um, do you like living in a nature communing lifestyle? Uh, I, well, I would, I would actually probably enjoy it if I hadn't been drafted into it, mm. uh, by circumstances, because I, I really enjoy when it's weather like this, you know, it's, it's enjoyable. It's beautiful. If you eliminate like things like mosquitoes and stuff like that. The, the thing that makes it a problem is the bipedal parasites that you have to deal with. The bipedal parasites, People, with, aka humans. Oh, oh, you're telling me. And remember what Doctor Who said about humans: when they get together in large numbers, other life forms suffer. But uh, <laughs> I'm just just saying. Uh, yeah, they they make uh, what would be a difficult situation on its own, but you could deal with it and make it work. They seem to insist on complicating it even worse, you know. Can you give some examples of how they complicate it? Well, well, by robbing your camp and or just for kicks going in and totally destroying it, you know, not even stealing anything, just destroying it just for kicks, you know, because, well, we've got the brains of dog poop. So, you know, we, what else are we going to do? It's a, it's a beautiful Saturday afternoon. You know, it's like, you know, you, you can't expect us to think of something look at it well yeah you know. but uh you know and quite often this is this is something that from bizarre they'll steal things not because they want them or even they're even going to sell them or trade them for drugs or anything like that they'll sell them, they'll steal it just for the sake. they don't even know what they've stolen but They'll go, uh, go go to their friend's spot or something and give it away. It's like, hey, you want this, you know, or, or whatever, you know. It's like, that doesn't make any sense to me. You don't even want this object you've stolen. Like, you know, like, you know, what if I were, you know, you left your stuff alone and I found your tripod and not being particularly bright, I wouldn't know what it was, but it's like, oh, I'd probably do something or get a rock for this, whatever it is, you know, or something like that, you know. You know, they'll steal things just to either, like, throw them away because I've seen people's stuff hanging in trees. You know, I've seen people's phones with the cord hanging from the tree, going yeah. beep, beep, beep. And it's like, well, somebody has stolen it from somebody, then decided, for whatever reason, I'm going to fling this sucker up in the tree. Or clothing or anything like that. That makes sense to me, you know? First of all, the idea of robbing a tent seems bizarre, you know? Yeah. I mean, robbing a house is bad enough. But... Who, who robs a tent? I mean, what? Who robs you know, a tent? Yeah, you know, I mean, I mean, even even if you 
even if you find money or drugs, how much are you going to find? It's a tent, man. How, a tent. how much money do you think you're going to find in there? Or, or what amount why of drugs? Aren't they, you why aren't they getting on a bus and robbing people with houses? Exactly. <laughs> it's like, you know, they'll sit around one call themselves gangsters and criminals. You rob bloody tents and you rob each other. You're you're not a gangster. You just didn't go down with the first flush, man. You know, it's like, it, you know, it, 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 stuff like that kind of irritates me. Yes. And exhausting. Like when, when I first crash landed on the planet of the apes here, I, I, I observed this and, and I, I was foolish enough to let the gorillas know I could talk. And uh, I suggested, you know, why, you know, why do you feed on each other? Like sewer rats, why, why don't you like kind of like join together like an organism? And then, you know, you could not only outnumber, but out muscle the, the outside world, which is really the ones fucking you, not yes. each other. Yes. But you're fucking each other, you know? I mean, that's, that's like, you know, your wife or your girlfriend gets raped. And so you decide, well... I'll have sex with her. This will make her feel better. No, I don't think that's the right approach. And it's like, that's what you people do, man. It's like, you're already in a really bad, messed up situation, but it could be made a whole lot better if you just like came together and, and formed a single organism instead of like a, a little bunch of little runs fighting each other. All levels of society do this. Like, for example, um, there's like, my communist friends, they, they love really targeting the police. And I'm not saying the police don't deserve a scrutiny uh, with the shameful things they're doing, but they're not the root of the problem. No, no, they're just a symptom of the... They're, they're, they're merely a symptom of a malfunctioning machine that has been allowed to go bad in various places. Yes. And... See now, the, this next statement will be, seem strange, I know. And if the, if our viewing audience out there were watching me, they they would yeah. understand like, oh, I can't believe he's saying that. But here's the thing, man. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Because back in other times, I used to have what I call you know the sort of hippie syndrome where all oh, uniforms, shiny jewelry, enemy, you know, you yes. just automatically. But then over a period of time. I started meeting other beings, and right now I'm gesturing out like this. Yes. That made me look at the other side, and I look at them, and I'm looking at the other side, and I'm thinking, suddenly those uniforms don't look so bad anymore. Wow. And then suddenly the the thought processes started coming in where these these aren't the bad guys, you know? Yeah. And and these guys, yeah. Now, just like everything else, you have your good and your bad. You know, you got a barrel full of apples, you're going to have some nasty ones in there. Yes. But I have come to find that eight out of ten cops are actually legitimate, and, and they, were, they actually took the job or got the job, whatever it is they have to do to get it, and put on that costume, which is very unflattering. Yes. Uh, because they actually wanted to do the right thing or you know and they really believed in what they were doing eight out of ten sounds right to me and you know they weren't going to take advantage or use this uniform for their own you know privileges or whatever but they were actually doing it for the right reason 
And eight, eight out of ten cops are actually decent people. Yep. And I, I find you treat them like human beings, and they will return the favor. Yes. And of course, you have your your exceptions there, which you can't avoid because they all look alike. But uh, uh, yeah. So, and the truth of the matter is, if you were allowed to have a place to live that had some minimal security that kept these scavenging humans that just rob for fun that's that's it's about just it. i think they go shopping in other people's tents that's what exactly and they don't they even do. want the stuff they just like shopping and they like taking it and they like taking it's a it's a whole it's a whole lifestyle and, yeah and of course uh Due to FCC regulations, I I, I, <laughs> uh, I, I can name a few specific names that I've mentally know. I've taken lots of mental notes, sure. <laughs> but I, I can't I can't mention any specific names on TV here. Yeah. But uh, okay, yes. Yeah. But um, <laughs> and yep. quite often here, I think it's what. Uh, compounds this problem because everybody complains about it yep but there are certain stars of the show stars of the show that everybody knows and these stars we of all the show. know we all know a a exactly they're kleptomaniacs and the thing is they're even proud of it they, they advertise it. it they brag about how good they are at it yes and they've never been found in the river there's quite a nice why river. is that they're quite a nice why don't here. we why don't we have I don't social know. Justice, street justice. Because everybody knows these people are guilty, and they know who the stars of the we show. We know, are. but all they ever do is bitch when these people rip them off and do fucked up. They yell and they pout, and then they just let them do it again. Yes, you know. I mean, why bitch and moan, and then it just happens. Again. And I think that perpetuates the problem because I I'm not advocating anarchy no. or anything, no. but it can be fun. Uh, um, you know. May you know now I'm not telling anybody out there to go do anything, for sure. but I'm just saying if there was some kind of repercussions, and I mean nasty repercussions, yes. now I'm not necessarily saying for sure, but, but I'm just how about a you lose a finger, just some, or you, know, you get one smashed. Well, yeah, you what about the mob? Like, you don't want to leave it up to me because you know, my <laughs> father in law told me about a guy when he was growing up, he owed the mob money. Oh, yeah. The mob came over and nailed his knees from the backside to the floor. Nailed him, made him kneel down, nailed his kneecap to the floor. Well, now, now you see, that's imaginative. You got clever, wasn't you that gotta clever? It. You got and it leaves a memorable impression. Now, now see, those were real gangsters. Yeah, these fools that sit around in their football jersey and go yo and showing their and pieces. And you don't have to do it very those many are times. Jokes. No, you're just like they'll do that. And then you know what? I bet they pay their bills. Because, well, I'll tell you, <laughs> I used to have a friend, and his grandfather was in the distillery brewery business in the 1920s, the late 1920s, yeah. right? And whenever the mob or whatever you wanted to call them moved into a place, those are the kind of places they hit first. Yeah. And what they would go in do is they would go in, and who you know the manager, the owner, whoever was the big cheese, they would go in, introduce themselves. And they were always dressed very nicely, by the way. Um, that's important. I, yeah. Uh, that anyway, is nice. uh, <laughs> they would go in and they would introduce themselves. We're your new partners. Yeah. Now 
Did you want some cigarettes, honey? Yes, I might. Yeah, just come over here and get them. Yeah, you can have the rest of them. You want to donate the dollar? All right, dollars all. It's just a donation. All right. Because I don't sell cigarettes. I know, I know, I know. Oh. You help Thank would, you. Would right. you like something to put those in? I could probably right. find some, but... Um, uh, thank you, honey. Thank you. But anyway, getting back yeah. to the story, they would go in and introduce themselves as, we're your new partners. Now, new partners. If, you, if it was your distillery, your brewery, your company, whatever, normally you would say, well, I'm doing real well all by myself. Yeah. I don't really need, I don't need a partner. partner. Okay, we understand that. And the next thing you know, two very well-dressed yep. men yep. are holding your hand down on something. Yeah. And another one is taking a very large, sharp object and removing one of your fingers. Yes. Now, they say, as you're sitting there in pain and squirting, they're saying, we'll be back tomorrow about this same time. We'll talk again. Yes. And you better believe tomorrow that that now owner or that manager was ready to talk. Okay, let's, let's so... Talk. Did you need something, honey? I'm sorry, you... No, I love it. Of course. Thank you. Yeah. Thank Take you. a couple of them. <laughs> um, and, so what and, I want to know is, we all know we have this problem out here. We know that there are a few people that are just taking from us and undermining the whole program. Why don't we create our own mob or our own club or our own gang and take care of these guys why don't we do it well like i said well like with everything you'd have to iron out the problems because just like when you have a thing and you try to make a security squad or sometimes they get well, their, this their, is the problem their the corruption get, the corruption yeah. it goes right to your yeah. head and because uh, you've seen that in action yes. and uh yes uh and quite, quite often the so-called security Turns out to be worse, worse, worse than the problem they're supposed to be. I know. So it'd be problematic, you know. I mean, personally, I think it's a great idea, but you'd have to, you'd have to execute it in the right way with with people that aren't going to go power crazy or well, pull I the mean, ropes. Pierre, this and, is just like the 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 two out of ten cops that are corrupt. Right. It happens at all levels. There's oh, always yeah. going to be corruption, but you have to have checks and balances. Right. And the problem is we have the police union that protects these two out of ten, you know, that right. that, that that allow them to to continue their their uh, cruelty and corruption because the union is backing them. And then that undermines the whole system. It does. And, and, it, and it makes the good guys look yeah, bad. Yeah. Because I mean, like say right. you were a legitimate cop. Yeah. You've been a cop for 12 years. Right. You liked your job and you were there for the right reasons yeah. and everything. Yeah. And you just wish the uniforms looked better. Yes. But, uh, but you know, you got a few guys and you know who the few guys are. Yeah. And, and everything that are doing screwy shit and, and people are, oh, well, cops are all crooked. Right. And you, you don't appreciate being called crooked because you're a cop and you're honest and you're doing the right thing but these uh jackasses are screwing up and they make everybody look bad yeah you know? everybody that's wearing the costume looks bad yeah yeah so um so let me ask you this like so living out on the street has a lot of downsides i mean if it was just a a a, a, a national park or a national forest where it was just wild animals that you had to be worried about, it'd probably be fine. But it's these, it's these, these, these scavenging humans 
that are just so annoying and so undermining, is it ever um, a thought of yours of like, I can't take it. I got to get off of these streets. Oh, yes, 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 yes. Um, I mean, uh, uh, and I'll tell you, the, the funny thing is, like, you just mentioned human, you know, bipeds versus quadrupeds. Uh, there, there were periods in the vast history behind me that I, you know, I grooved in the wood. I didn't have to. Yeah. But I, you know, there would be periods of time I'd, I'd disappear for two or three weeks, and that's what I was doing. I was grooving off yes. into some wood. And there was, you know, these were so secluded that, you know, you, you didn't have to worry about any humans. or whatever. Yes. And there were, there were all the animals that you would think, but didn't have any worry about those guys out there. The human ones? No, the four-legged oh, ones. Oh, the four-legged yeah. ones, right. And, you know, at night you hear growls and funny sure. things. and sure. But it just becomes music of the night, you know? Yes. It's like, oh, that was a bobcat. Oh, yeah. oh yeah, that's nice, you know? Yeah. It's like, you know what Raccoons. those things can do? Yes. <laughs> you know what a 45 on a night can do? I, I, like the, I like the bobcat, you know? It's like... Uh, <laughs> It, you know, and it's, you know, it, it's stuff like that, you know, and you're not, I, it's ironic, but you're not worried about the things that actually growl and howl yes. at night, everything. And even when you can hear their little paws padding around outside, you don't worry about it. And, and you, you know, you can groove with that. It's when you hear those human footsteps that are yeah. bad, you know, uh, you know, could be just somebody stumbling through your spot. That's when you actually somebody, get worried. Or it could be somebody who's got bad things in mind. Yeah. You know? And if you just happen to be there, you might be one of those bad things. Because they'll they do mind. bad things to you. I mean, it won't. They some won't, of them will. Some of them will. Most yeah. of them are cowards. True. That's why they sneak around yes. in the dark and do that. Most most of the parasitic thieves that do this are cowards. Yes. But you will have your ones that yep. aren't, aren't hooked up right anyway. And yep. this is a channel it was in my way, you know. Yeah. It's just like when Richard Pryor was making that stir crazy movie, he got to talk to some of the convicts and he was talking to this one giant black man that was serving two life sentences for a lot of dirty deeds. Yep. And the the one that put him over was he murdered eight people in this house that he was burglarizing. And Richard Pryor asked him, he says, "Why did you kill everyone in the house?" His answer was, "They was home." They was home. Yeah, yeah, and so yeah, you know, so there's that, that, and those people exist on the street. Oh, yes, <laughs> and you they're know, out here. Sometimes you know, usually for the most part, they were that way before they were sure. in the circus. Sure, but sometimes the circus will turn them into that, or they'll yeah. learn from other yeah. nutcases or whatever. And it's just like you know, like if there's a somebody's got the potential to be a nutcase, but they're not. They haven't actually stepped over the yeah. line or anything. And then you got somebody that is the nutcase, and the two come together. There's this inspiration thing that's bad, you know. Yeah. What I would call the dark inspiration. So, have you thought about, or have you like tried to admit defeat and and crawl to the you know uh, to the altar of the of the system and go through AMHA and go to CSS, have you, you know, or get a job or like, have you have you yeah. thought about going? Has it become that bad, or or is that something you're interested in, or is it not worth it? Oh, I, I yeah, I've gone. I, I've uh, I like that bow, bow to the altar. Uh, <laughs> Thought you yeah, I, 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 yeah, I, I, I've done all those things. And, okay. Uh, 
and they always seem to like they'll go a certain distance and then somehow the the, the thing you're working with or people they just kind of drift away and it's like well what happened you know because uh, you know you're you're willing to play yeah but it's like suddenly they leave the table and you know well the pieces are so all you there, feel you know? like it's going along for a while and then and then they like, just they just, just walk disappears. away it's like you know it's like oh, i had this great girlfriend for a while and then suddenly she doesn't want to marry anymore yeah what happened you know so you feel like the system is fairly inadequate uh in in numerous ways i do because uh I think sometimes it'll start with a legitimate, good intention, yes. so to speak, and like we're going to do. But then, like, it becomes problematic, and these different things happen or something. And sometimes it's the fault of the person there because they don't, you know, oh, you didn't move this piece here, or move that piece there. And I understand that, but when you're moving all the pieces, like, well, you want me to move this here? Okay, there. Yeah, okay. you move the piece. Yeah, yeah, and you're doing your thing, and then yeah. suddenly. Everybody just go to the window and there's like nobody to play with anymore. Like, yeah. well, what did I do? I did everything and what do you want? Do you yeah. think it's a test to see if you like really want it? Do you really want it? Will you will you bow? Will you take the knee? Well, or the system? Will you beg hard enough? Do you think it's a test? I think to some degree, uh the the hoop jumping which there's numerous parts of it that seem unnecessary right i think that's part of, of it you know just i call it hoop jumping sure you know, it's not necessary but make the tool jump through the hoop. yes uh there is some of that but i think also i think quite often the launch go uh the launch these pro, i don't know program would be the right word or whatever and they haven't fully walked through it beforehand it's not fully baked yeah that's right <laughs> and they it's get not it even some sort of evil uh no cabal. Just, no they just do, incompetence yeah uh, that would be the word <laughs> because i mean it seems that way to me and if i'm wrong yeah. I, would, I would happily have somebody who has the not explained I mean, clearly people have navigated the system I've oh yeah people get into yes. houses yes they have and and everything but it just seems like they'll launch these programs and in the middle of the stream, the boat falls apart yes. somehow because they haven't thought this through or, oh, we, well, we've got this problem. Well, didn't you think of that one? Well, you know, blah, blah, blah. You know. And it's like, and you get frustrated. Like back in school when like you knew the answer to a problem or a question, but you just wanted to see if the teacher did. You know, so you ask about it to see if they can explain it, even though you already know. You're just kind of testing them, and it's kind of like that, yeah. you know. It's like so. Um, my wife worked with a woman who had six kids, and she had a fire, a house fire, right around Christmas time, because that's a perfect time to have a house fire with kids. And none, of, nobody died. But she's not like a, she wasn't living in her car. She wasn't. She was just living her life, mm -hmm. and her house burned down. And my wife, uh helped her along the process and it was a complete and total nightmare there were mm -hmm. so many times it fell through fell through fell through it to the point the woman was in the house and they were like if if there was one outlet in the house that didn't ground right like mm -hmm. you put in and they were going the, the amha was going to ruin the entire deal yeah on this outlet this woman was going to be in her car. 
So I went over and fixed the outlet myself. Well, because that is the system. Exactly. That's exactly uh, now. Like, w w wouldn't it have just been easier rather than direct this woman's whole ball game? Yeah. To they themselves send somebody over to yeah. fix this. Now everything. No, that's moving. not how the system works. They send a an email or a memo to the to the uh, 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 the landlord. The landlord has already done a dozen things for them to get it up to their code, and the landlord's like, "I'm not doing anymore." I'm not doing it anymore. And that's understandable. Yeah, because they're like, I can, it, it, was a, it was at that peak when, you know, everything was at the highest point. There was, they had, they had a, a line out the door of people that wanted to rent this house, you know? Mm -hmm. And she's like, I'm not doing this anymore. And I'm like, please, will you do it? Will you do it? No, I'm not doing it. And I said, could I do it? And she's like, yeah, if you want to do it, you can do it. And that was the only way that that got done. The only way. And so it's not even like maybe it's incompetence, but it could just be bureaucracy. I believe that's it. Bureaucracy. Because there is a law that says all those, all the outlets must be grounded properly. And if they don't, if the, the little grounding thing you put in there isn't lit up correctly, deal's off. Can't rent it. Can't rent it. And to me, that seems like a cheesy excuse. Yeah. Because... And some times, and in some ways, it's almost like this, the 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 system or the the organization, whatever you want to call them, yeah. purposely wants to sabotage it, which doesn't make sense to me. Because yes. why would you want to? What? Right. How will it profit you to sabotage this? You know? Yes. I mean, I could I could understand it if there was like some under the table thing, like you screw sure. this over. And it, now I understand that because I understand corruption, all the dirty deeds done to yeah. cheat hey, honey. and everything. I, I can understand that, but it's like if there's because you're not going to get any more money on your paycheck or anything like that. Yeah. You know, yeah. so why do that? You know, why have your organization, you know, sabotage? Yeah. You know, like you said, one little outlet. Everything's perfect. Uh, I got rid of the cigarettes. I'll make some more here. I'm going to finish up this interview and then we'll make more cigarettes. But have some watermelon. There's coffee and Fruit Loops. And be very and careful. One last cigarette. Eat the cigarette. Oh, yeah. Eat the, eat the, eat the, eat the cookie. I'm oh, you and me both. Yeah, eat the watermelon. Be very careful. Be very careful, be very oh, careful of the um, But so, what would you like if you could have, if you could snap your fingers and have anything right now in your life, what would you like to have? An wow. RV. I, I would like to make humans develop into the furthest organism they can develop, reach the peak of their evolution. Yes. I keep rushing this. Uh, my best buddy, Fergie, said, Dan, that's why you keep winding up. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> that's why you keep winding up frustrated because you, you're expecting them to evolve into something much better and you know it ain't going to happen. But how about this zigzag? So. People are evolving, right? Yeah, they are. You have evolved. Yes. I'm trying to evolve. Other, we, but we're all these weird individuals. Yeah, it's all. It's like a bad haircut. A bad know? haircut. Yeah, it's growing out, but yeah, it's not right. You it's know? not right. You're like, okay, this is a good person. This is a person that's trying to do better, but these people are still way behind. And, and they're going to contaminate. And they're going to drag us all down. Yeah, the, or, or they're going to contaminate the ones that are, you know, 
like or, or like drifting off from so there. you know the people that are troublesome for me are the seriously mentally ill and violent people the, yeah. the ones that walk around with with bipolar schizophrenia and explosive pissed off disorder or whatever it is and, carry and an axe yeah, a hatchet, a or hatchet, a and those are the ones that really bother me. Exactly. Well, they're dangerous because, first of all, it's not that they don't know right from wrong. It's like they don't care. They don't care, or they yeah. can't handle it. They can't keep yeah. a lid on it. Yeah, their madness has consumed them. Yeah, and you know, I saw a guy burning wire over in this yard. Constantly. I have three laws, rules, and I know why he does it. Because he wants to. That's it exactly. And he knows that I don't want him burning wire here. But and, he doesn't care. And and to quote the mantra and keeping it clean for the viewing audience, <laughs> their attitude is like, well, I'll do what I F and want, and I, I don't give a damn because... Oh, shit. Thank you. Um... Wow, because, I think there's an air show going on, actually. Oh, that's right. I forgot about that. Yeah. Air show. And what the hell was that before? There was a, it was a four, it was it was like a diamond pattern uh, zigzag. Oh, wow. It was yeah. this cool diamond pattern of old planes. Like, it looked like yeah. World War II planes. It sounded like a bomber. Or something. Yeah, yeah. Um, of course, yeah, they're smart. I said, well, you would know. You know. <laughs> um, you remember what color stagecoaches were? Yes. <laughs> Maybe we need to think about creating a club zigzag where we take care of this shit because they're leaving us out here to fend for ourselves with madmen, literal madmen. Basically. They're either stealing from us and undercutting everything. They're threatening our lives and, and no one will do anything. Well, it's almost like it's an abandonment thing. Like, uh, okay, well, you know, not that you want to do this, but you're doing this. Like, okay, you're on the outskirts of society and you're just, what do you want from us? You know, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's almost like, well, you know, you don't count cause because you're, you're lumped in with them, right? You know, and it's like, and you're not legitimately part of our yeah. society. So, what do you want from us? You know, why don't you get a house? Why don't you get a job? I love that, man. They are like, always like that. Everybody is like, get a house, get a job. Yeah. Like, okay, I've thanks. had many jobs, and none of them, yeah, none of them helped, man. Right, right. I've done done the job thing, man. And yeah. It sucks that you even got that screwed up. You know, yes, it's like, you know, yes. and, and, yeah, and it, it's always so easy when, when you're looking into the cage yes. and saying this. Crap. Yes. But what these people don't do, don't understand the people that like, you know, when they drive by the panhandlers or whatever and shout nasty things or get all snarky and everything, or, you know, they just, you know, view the situation and they get all cocky and nasty. What they don't realize it, it's like the old song says, we, we all caught the same disease. You can catch this, and it, you know, this can happen to you. Yes. Oh, everything's groovy. You know, like, you know, one year everything's groovy. You're living in your three-bedroom yep. house. You've yep. got your two cars. And, yep. you know, you got the old lady that's like June Cleaver and everything. Yep. And everything's groovy. And then one year from that, and you don't know what happened. Suddenly, you know, you're living in a vinyl box. And, it happens, and brother. And there's scumbags stealing your stuff yep. and, and everything. And it's like just a year ago, I, I had a three-bedroom house in a nice Dude. neighborhood and everything. They don't realize anybody can get stung by the, the scorpion. I know? had a, a, a man and a woman come to me. That morning, they had been living in a house. And they got evicted. And by 
4 o'clock in the afternoon. They're begging me for a tent. They had nowhere to go. Exactly. They went from living in a house that morning to begging for a tent. And, you know, what, huh. and what, what, I, what I feel that 70 to almost 80% of what I would call the outside society, I, I'm not saying they're not smart enough to comprehend right. this, but they, they just get this snarky attitude. Yeah. Like, like when you go to the zoo, ha ha, you're, yeah. you know, and the animal's thinking, yeah, but you're the only jackass that paid to get in here. You know? <laughs> yeah, true. You know, it's like, right. You know, it can happen yeah, to anybody, what's up, bro? you know, and there is no, uh, huh? Do you need a tent? Okay. Uh, I don't have a tent, but I'm going to get, I'm going to uh, ask people for tents. All right. A rake. I've heard there are rakes around here. I'm going to look for one. There aren't. I heard there were two rakes. No, man. It looks great, dude. You're doing great. You're all doing great. Um, Cadillac told me there were two rakes. I'll look. I'm going to wrap this interview up. I'm going to come over. Right on. They probably walked away. Yeah, they come and go. See? The guy, they, they ran off with the rakes. And, like, they have anything to rake. If you get one, I'll hold on to it personally. For real. There's another example. Yeah. It's like. They rip off the people that are trying to do yeah. stuff for them. They like, don't need a rake. How much have you been ripped off? Oh, constantly. Yeah, you know, constantly. I mean, think about it. if you got back all the crap. Oh since, my lord! Since you were, you know, doing this. Yes. You'd have to have like one of those big dumpster trucks. Yeah. To all your crap. Oh in. man! All the stuff that you've had stolen and ripped off and everything like that. Oh my and god! It's it's and but I it even, happens to you too. It happens I, to all of I us. I even saved your jacket and your backpack. I know twice. you have. I know you have. And, and you you know the person who's going to walk up with it. I know. I know. I won't say any names, but the initials right. are. Yeah. <laughs> All right, zigzag. You're Good. awesome. Uh, the system's wrong. You are right. You have to always know that. I think you do know that. This system has thrown you out and lumped you in with all these people. As we do it by we do it with black people. We do it with uh, homeless people. We do it with them. We we love lumping. We love lumping. We can't. I mean, makes a, bigotry a, a, a much famous, easier. A famous smart man once said, "You need to uh, uh, judge people by the content of their character, not by the color of their skin, or the amount of money that's in their wallet, or the size of the house they have, or the the fancy car they drive." But we can't do it. Well, we can't do it. It's like uh, Samuel Clemens, A.K. Mark Twain, said, "All the upper crust is is a handful of crumbs held together by a wad of dough." But a wad uh, of dough. <laughs> Dig it, beautiful. you know. I dig it, but uh, it, it's like as far as the lumping goes, it's a human thing because it makes bigotry a lot easier. Because, like, say, well, I, I I hate black people. I just can't stand black people. But like, like, look, look I mean, look, look, all these black people have done these great things yeah. and created these things that you didn't even know they were black. And, and you, you hate certain white people too. Yeah, you know. I mean. But, I mean, it just makes it easier if they just lump, lump them all together. Yeah, because sorting them out, it's like, okay, well, I hate yeah. these black people. These yeah. black people are okay. Yeah. You know? Or, you know, they, these white people are okay, but I hate these white people. Yep. You know, it's like, yep. it just makes it bigotry easier, easier. if you just put them all together. Easier. You corral them. Yes. Yeah. You know, it's, we've seen it before. <laughs> it's like, make them wear these little yellow stars. Or yes. It's, it's like, oh, and that can come back anytime. Oh, that, in, in the course of human activities events in history there is no such thing as ancient history wow. because if it has happened once it at, at any time yeah. of humans existence, it could happen again it can happen anytime again we never learn uh, no that you and 
and people say, oh, well, that was, you know, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. We're so much. It can, it can, just like there's, there's no such thing as an extinct disease. A disease mm, never becomes, never it may become dormant. Dormant. And, you know, it Measles comes agree, back. It, but it can always return. Yes. Your black plague can always return. Yes. And everything. And this, the same goes with that. You know, anything, anything bad that has happened in the world of humans can reoccur again because the same thing again. can happen because humans are repeat offenders. Repeat offenders. You know, I think it comes down to what you were saying. That they're like, oh, well, that was when they did that. That was when they had Hitler. And that's why we're not going to do it. And then, and then, and that's how they 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 develop this sort of uh, uh, amnesia or or us versus them. Like, well, I would never, I would never elect a Hitler. Oh, really? Really? You wouldn't? No, no, no. That guy was terrible. And then they do it and and then, because a guy looks a little bit different. Then it just sweeps yeah, right I, back in. It's like, how do you know you wouldn't? You know? Yeah, yeah. And how do you know? You know what? What your your, your so-called democracy, which is Kind of hypocritical for sure and, uh, isn't you know how do you know you know how do you, you know we we uh genocided the native americans and then they're like oh but we wouldn't do that this time and now we have veterans living on our streets unsheltered pregnant women living on our streets unsheltered senior citizens living on our streets and that somehow that's different yeah, well, that's different. Well, the greatest country, so-called greatest country in the world. Yeah, people living in refrigerator boxes. And you, yes, like you said, pregnant women living in doorways. Yes, and, and yeah, you know, the so-called greatest country in the world wouldn't do this. They would no, figure, they would figure out a way how to fix this yes. or help this. It would be like it would be all hands on deck. We got to figure out what's going on. We got to get this fixed up. But no, we judge them. Those are no good loser drug addicts, and then that's it. Problem solved. And, and <laughs> another thing, there are some people that simply can't fit into their social box. Like, you, there are some people you can give an apartment or a house to, and they, they don't know how to comprehend this because right. they just don't know how to live in this. They don't know, you know how to live in it. And it just all falls. And there are these people running around that really shouldn't be running around. For sure. And I'm not saying, you know, like, but I'm saying... These are people that do need to be taken care of. Yes. And you've destroyed all the institutions that used to do this. Yes. And your solution is give them a check give and them a open check. the door. That's and all they are, do. Here's these some... are mental people. Yes. Like certain little small people that, yes. you know. Yes, yes. Now, I'm not saying, you know, block such people up as a right. punishment for their own good. Because yeah. it's not safe for them it's to not be safe. out here. Because now they have a check, and now we have these predators coming in that know they right. have a check. Yes, and you know, <laughs> and they're going to victimize them. And, and they and, know the exact day the money hits on that on that card, and there you go. And like you know, like imagine somebody like little short people, right, 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 yep. trying to live in a an apartment or a house by themselves, or yeah. even if there was somebody that came yeah. down and regularly and looked at, at them or, yeah. or checked on them, it wouldn't work because. Yeah. They, they can't function, yeah. and they need to be in these places where somebody can take care of them until they're, they don't exist anymore or whatever, because yes. you're not going to fix them because they're yeah. permanently broken, but, you know, they shouldn't be punished you know, for that. We um, we both know who we're talking about, and I want to show people that person just gave me this. She's always just yelled at me, uh -huh. and she just oh, gave cool. me this. 
But you know, isn't that beautiful? You know what the cool symbolism about this is? Hmm. There's no cross. There's no cross. Yeah. Oh, deep, brother. Yes. Think about it. There is no cross. I there. think we're all crucified. Oh, you are. I think you're. I think you're twisting in the wind out here, and, and, uh, and the people are yelling, "Crucify him! Crucify him!" And it's like, man, I know I got the look, but come on, please. <laughs> I believe sometimes I, I'm talking to some people out here on the street, and I swear to God, I think I'm talking to God themselves. I'm like, God has. You're welcome, honey. And uh, well, you know, it's like. Uh, now I'm gonna to have to go in and check my phone. <laughs> it's say it, man. But I know, brother. I gotta to go to the bathroom, anyways. All right, you can't say that on TV, man. I know, I know. Well, we none of us poop or pee. That's true. Well, of course not, man. No, that would be. But I found out that yeah, I found out that people do. What? Because well, in 1960, apparently they produced the idea that nobody does that, so there was no such thing as toilets. But, but there was one movie that was the first movie to ever show a toilet and show it being used. Really? Yes. Well, And I'll, I'll give the answer away. I'm going to go with... Um, you know it. I know it. it. Don't wait. Uh, I'm going to go with Andy Warhol. Did he do it? Oh, no. Somebody much better than him. What? Alfred Hitchcock. Oh, genius. Uh, does does it sound ring, ring, ring? Yeah. Ring a bell? Did you ever watch Andy Warhol eat a hamburger on video? It was a half hour of him eating no. Hamburger. I, Andy Warhol always annoyed me, man, because yeah. he was a hustler mainly. He's a, a hustler, a poser, poser. But some say now, greatest artist of the 20th no. century. Come on, no I've way. heard it out of people's mouths. I've oh, I know it. you have, but you who's remember. the greatest artist in 20th century art? I, I would refrain from saying that. Picasso. Picasso? Don't you think? Well. uh I, I'm not saying the man wasn't a genius. I'm just saying I refrain from picking Pick labels yeah. like the grits because that is a subjective that does a disservice thing, right? to all other yeah, geniuses, you're right. you're you know? Right. So, right. I mean, it's but a, definitely not Andy Warhol. Oh, God. <laughs> all oh, right. God. I got to go, brother, because I got to go to the bathroom that we're not allowed to talk about. Oh, okay. I love <laughs> you, man.